Welcome back to episode three. I'm Jeff. And I'm Alex. And today we're going to be talking about cultural differences from moving from the United States to Germany. Here we go. Let's do it. So Alex, how's it going? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a Wednesday. It's hump day. Right. We're, we're back here again, back in my apartment. Um, I'm, I, I, had a, I had a pretty ridiculous day. Did you? Yeah, well, you know, I work at a kindergarten. Of course. As you're aware of. Yeah, as I am. Um, Very much aware of. My girlfriend works the same kindergarten. That's true. And um, yeah, so I work with one-year-olds. And today I just had a big duty explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Some explosive diarrhea? Yeah. Maybe? It was was in... You know, I changed them as I do. It's not a big deal. Right. But like it was all over him. And then I I went back to the room, looked at his bed where he slept after nap time. And um, yeah, there was just there was just shit <laughs> on the bed, next to the bed. Um, so that, that was that, my day. So I'm, I'm happy to uh, try this whiskey because I think I need a drink right now <laughs> after today. And since you deal with this all the time, yeah. this must have been like extraordinarily large load. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm used to large loads of, <laughs> of, oh, of duty. <laughs> But uh, but today was was you're right it was extraordinary large, yeah. But how are you doing? I, I'm hoping that you had a better or I'm having good. a better week. I, I, I was not I was not covered in shit today. That's at, good at all. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm working on a, a new kitchen island for uh, for my apartment, me and my girlfriend's apartment. So yeah, just moved. Yeah, yeah. well, a c- couple months ago. So yeah, that's, that's so, fresh. so I'm building a uh, a new kitchen island because we kind of lack a little bit of storage. So. So uh, was doing my uh, pre-planning on paper, and tomorrow I'm going to go purchase some lumber. And I'm very excited for when I move, so you can just build everything in my new apartment. Right. That, that's been the plan that apparently I've been signed to, is yeah. that I will be building his entire kitchen when he moves. Because, But that's uh, that's been postponed recently. Like, you, you bought a house, but the construction now is a little bit delayed, huh? Yeah, yeah. So we bought an apartment, um, and the construction was delayed because when you... Berlin is covered in bombs under the ground. Yeah. And so as they were building and they, and they, you know, they built a basement, they were looking for bombs and it took about three months to do a big bomb check. So now we're delayed three months, um, which kind of sucks. That's where we're at. And these are, these are bombs from the second world war. I don't want to yeah. freak anybody out. Yeah. They, yeah. No, they're not, these are not new. <laughs> these are not new bombs. They're not uh, new bombs. They're very old bombs. And you know, you, you hear about them every few months. A place gets cleared out because they found a random bomb while yeah, they're construction somewhere. It's normal. Um, I mean, like Tesla's building a big new factory in yeah. the outskirts of Berlin, but first they have to look for about six months through the forest to make sh- and clear it of bombs before exactly. they can start. So it's but I can normal. say we're bomb free. But I will say Ooh. our new apartment will be the bomb. <laughs> wow, that's good, right? Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah. Okay, Alex, what do we have this time? This is one that I bought on Amazon. I just kind of scrolled through everything I could find, and this looked pretty decent. This is a Connemara, I think it's called. It's a, it's a peated single malt Irish whiskey, Ooh, and it's original. Uh, it's it original? Is, it's, it says original. Oh, okay. It's not a fake. Oh, okay. Apparently, there's a lot fake. of there's a lot of counterfeit uh, Camaros going around. Canameras. Can, 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 can I see this? Yeah, uh, it's a nice bottle. It's a really beautiful bottle, actually. It is nice, actually. It's got a nice gold uh, thing on the top above the. It's cork. from the uh, Kilbegan Distilling Company. That's my favorite company. Founded in 1757. Ooh, so it's older than our country. 
that would be correct. <laughs> That's kind of funny. All right. Uh, right. There Should we, we pop, go. Pop this guy open. Yeah. Let's do it. Whoop. Ooh, I like that sound. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. I like that. Hmm. That is actually, that is actually nice. And how, how, did you, sorry, did you say how much was the, um, this was around 20, 21 euros, something like that. Oh, not bad. Yeah, no. Hmm. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's outside. But what is that outside? A car. Sounds like a, they're old, a dying they're, teapot or something. <laughs> they're old thin windows. Um, anyways, yeah, this is um, very smooth and yeah, has that like hint of smokiness. It, it, it kind of has a, a, a little scotchy twang to it. Yeah, exactly. It's like a nice hybrid between um, an Irish whiskey and a Scottish whiskey. Well, yeah, I like that. So anyways, Jeff, thinking about this topic throughout the week, uh, I was thinking about the first things that I do when I land in any country. Right when you when you're visiting a new place, yeah, yeah. What's the first thing you do? Okay, well you you land you're at the airport. Yeah, uh, got to go through customs, maybe go to customs, passport customs. control, all that kind sure. of stuff. Um, you mean you mean after that? After that, Ooh. we're past well, all that. You're in, okay. you're in the country. You're oh, officially you're off. Well, if, airport if you've been traveling for a while, you're probably hungry. You're hungry. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I'm talking about. You're okay. hungry. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, when you're hungry, you, you know you, you got to find some you got to find some food. Right. And, and you want to try the local delicacies probably, little right? the local bistros right um and that was actually one of the biggest cultural differences that i found when i moved to europe especially because eating is something you do all the time and i like to go out to dinner i like to cook but i like to go out to eat sometimes too well well, you know? well when you're traveling like you know you want to try sure the street food you want to try at a nice restaurant mm -hmm. maybe try a, like a brunch cafe you want to try it all right because yeah. you're only there for a few days so you want to see hey well what are they eating over here you know? yeah exactly and um i found <clears throat> in germany but in europe in general going out to eat is a totally different experience oh correct than, yeah than eating in the states true like for example you come in with some people your family your friends whoever you're with alone doesn't matter you can eat alone nothing sure. wrong with that um, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. It's like, that's nice to alone sometimes. Right. Um, and then, you, you know, you find your table. And in the States, you usually have your waiter coming to you immediately. There's always water on the table. Right. The second you sit down, somebody's like, hello, I'm Alice. Here's the menu. Would you like to start with some coffee, etc.? You know, like the specials. They're, they're on you the moment you're in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that just doesn't happen here. I mean, the waiter will come along. Of course, you're not going to be stranded at your table, you know waiting but, but it, they come it's usually when you need the waiter you flag them down yeah in, in the states it's the waiter is checking up on you every two minutes basically yes whereas here it's you come in take your time chat uh have a beer have a cigarette when you're ready you flag them down hey i'd like to order they're not running over to you they're not bothering yeah. you throughout the evening you know what yeah I mean? yeah and, and and you know also like i said there's water on the table and that's something in the states. There's water on the table. Right. Here, there's no water on the table, and uh, yeah, that's got, that's that's taking me a little bit to get used to because I like having my water on the table, especially you know in a hot, a hot day. I want some ice cold sure. water. Like like like, the, like in the states, the water's kind of the default, right? And then yeah. on top of that, you order 
a beer, a Coke, a lemonade, whatever. Yeah. But there's always the water to like, you know, clear, cleanse the palate or cleanse whatever you want palate. to say. But in, in Germany, there will be no waters on the table. They will not give you free waters. If you order water, they'll bring you a three, four, five dollar bottle of, um, of, you know, DeSante or, you know, th- th- there's no, uh, uh, out of the tap, right. free water, here. and it's usually sparkling water you get. And you can ask for water from the tap, but sometimes they're they, like, "We don't, we don't, we don't have that." And then I tell them, "I just take a cup, put it under the sink, right?" And I want to drink that water. Sure, like, it's fine. I, I, I drink that water. I, the water's safe. I, yeah. I did my research wherever I travel. The water's safe. I want to drink that water, please. But sometimes they just, they just won't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's not because the wa- the water in Germany is perfectly safe. I, you know, you, I drink at home. I drink uh, my tap water all the time. It's just like any other Western country. Yeah. And, but I remember the first year I lived here, uh, one of the first times I was at a proper German restaurant. Yeah, you know, I was I was like, well, where's my water? So I said, oh, oh, can I have a glass of tap water? And they looked at me and they just said, we don't do that. We just we, we don't do that. Just we don't do it. We don't do that. It's yeah. not something they don't do. And then uh, is late- it below them? I guess it is. It's, <laughs> it, it, what I found is Germans just rarely order it. They prefer the glass uh, bottle of whatever. And bubbly. They like they like bubbly yeah, beverages. Yeah, exactly. They like their um, their water with gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, if you're in Europe, the waiter might, if they know that you're a tourist, they might say, uh, do you want it with gas or without gas? Because most Americans like still water, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or medium gas. And then you'll never get asked for ice in your water. No, no, that's not that's not a thing. Uh, no. no, which actually I kind of like because in the states about half of your drink is usually ice, yeah. and where and here you get a full nice glass of entirely of whatever it is you actually and ordered, right? It's half full of ice, and you have the waitress or waiter coming around every five seconds refilling it, and then right. you know you have a conversation, and the waiter comes to the stop. And right. then they leave, and then you can right. it's so awkward. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like an awkward moment. You're talking about sex or whatever, and then the wait suddenly the waiter or waitress is on top of you, and you just pause. Yeah, yeah, you have to pause for 20 seconds, and then pretend like you're talking about something else. Then she goes off. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what I, what I also really enjoy about eating out here is that I can go out. You know, a, a dinner is not just dinner. It's it's a it's an event. You know, you're going out and you're definitely ex- experiencing each other. Um, through talking or whatever. Right, because in Germany, and, I, and that, this is pretty much most of Europe. I say most of Europe, yeah. When you come to eat, you can sit at that table. After you finish your meal, you can sit at that table for hours. As, lo- as long as you want, literally. As long as you want. Until they close. Yeah, exactly. The waiter will not come over, not push you. to. It, whereas in the States, the second they see that you've finished uh, your plate, they're coming over and they're dropping the check on your yeah. table. Whereas here... If you don't ask for the check, you're not getting it. You're not getting it exactly. So, like you said, it's it's so much more relaxed. It, it, you're just hanging out. It, you, maybe you order a few more beers or just talk for for a couple hours. You know, maybe get some if you get an hour if you want to have a grappa. Yeah, if you're an Italian place, you know, sure. It's nice you can just really chill and have your you know you can have your nice little relaxed dinner and enjoy your company, right? And not feel like you have to get pushed out so the tables can be flipped over. Sure. And yeah, I like that. But it's not like in the movies where, uh, like, some some uh, Americans think that uh, Europeans do that during the day. You know, they take like a three hour lunch break, which I don't know. Maybe it's I think so, maybe in Spain. Yeah, maybe there they do, but not in uh, Germany. But in most countries, including Germany, uh, you're no, taking a normal. That's a waste of time. You're taking a normal lunch break, you know. But it's not the waiter pushing you out. You're pushing yourself out because you yeah. got to make that green. Daddy's got to work. Right. Exactly. And that's it. Um. And then, all right, you're done. 
Your meal is done. It sure. was lovely, delectable. As always. And you want to pay. I also noticed too, when you want, when you want to pay with a, a credit card, they usually come around. They might do that now in the States. I don't know because I haven't been there in a long time. Back when I was in the States, you'd have to give them your card. They take your card away, come back. Oh, then they come just, back. But here they kind of have their... Um, Little mo- mobile terminals, whatever you call it, right. comes out of their back pocket. Or yeah. they have like their, their wallet things with all the cash in there if, if you're paying cash. And then if your bill is like, let's say, 18 euros, 50 cents, you give them a 20. And that's your tip. You know, euro 50. If it's 19 euros, you give them a 20. Right. Like the general rule of thumb in Germany is you pay about one euro for every 20 euro you're spending. Basically, you round up. You round up. You know, yeah, exactly. Like if, if your total's 15, 50, you give them 16 bucks. And and they're not insulted by that little. No. Like like here, they're paid so well. <laughs> At least I hope they're not insulted. Yeah, we no. we might have been insulting people the whole time we've been here. No, no, no. We're going to be spewing bullshit yeah, for all we know. No, no, it's not true. Because I've had a few times <laughs> where they actually looked insulted when I gave them the proper 15% American tip. Like I've had times where they said, no, 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 you gave too much. And they actually gave it back to me. You know what I mean? So like when I, when I have like my parents uh, or people visit, mm. they think kind of, I'm like, you know, being a cheapskate by giving, you know, this small 5% tip and they try to give more. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not, trust me. Like they don't, they'll be surprised if you give you, if you give a 15% tip, at least in Germany, of course, like it cha- changes country to country in Europe, but in Germany, yeah. They're happy with whatever change you give them. You yeah, know? because it's an actual tip. I think, hey, that was a nice service. You know, here's a, right. here's a little tip. It's but, not it's, but it's not mandatory. expected. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not expected. Exactly. Uh, moving on from that, though, I was just thinking. <laughs> 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 yeah, I really no transition for this. But as we were speaking, I just thought about um, other cultures. I just thought about, like, crossing, crossing at a red light. No, you didn't. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> No, it did. It just popped in my head. Actually, what's what's happening is he he saw that next on our list was uh, talking about uh, crossing at a red light. I'm so trying to make it. That was the uh, world's worst transition. But, was it not uh, smooth? It was. It was. It, it was okay. We should make a poll whether that was smooth or not. Okay, I, there's no reason it wasn't smooth. Okay, so thank you. Anyways, um, yeah, crosswalks. All right, and this kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, oh, man. And this this kind of falls into a general kind of um, culture difference with, with USA and Germany is that Germans, in gen- again, not all Germans, but Germans in general tend to, they really strictly follow rules and social norms. You know what I mean? Like, they love to follow rules. Oh, yeah. And, and one of them is that if a sign is telling them not to cross the street, they will not cross that street, regardless if it's 2 a.m. and they look both directions and there's no cars coming for miles. The city's dead. They will, they will stand there looking at that red light, waiting to be told that they can go. Just beca- and and when, you, when, you, when you do cross, you'll see a pack of you know five other Germans looking at you like you're the weirdo. You know what I mean? Or, or you get that stare. Yeah. Or it gives maybe one of them the bravery to oh okay and and he'll he'll oh now I, I can go now you know yeah 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 usually if um I'll cross I'm sorry to the German listeners I will cross on a red light oh, me I, if I'm late I'm not waiting yeah Come on. I mean yeah I'm an adult I can I I can look at my personal safety and decide okay I'm okay I'm okay yeah, yeah. but usually if there's a big group of people. You know, I don't want to be the first one to kind of wait for someone else to do it. And then I'm like, oh, well, he did it. I, oh, I, I don't care. I, I just go. You just go. I just go. I, I, yeah. I, I, I bring it to the peer pressure. Yeah. But, you know, you're not supposed to do it really in front of, uh, I still believe in not doing it in front of children. Mm. 
you know it's it, they kind of have this thing where it, it takes a village you know and you're not supposed to cross as a child across the street because you want to be a good role model to them but didn't you tell me a while ago you got some 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 lady oh, really oh yeah yeah got yeah. mad at you or yeah that was again like I think during my first year in Germany when I learned uh, how hardcore they are about not crossing the road it was extremely late you know it's uh, 11 p.m. there's no cars it was a really tiny residential road and so of course I'm gonna go. And across the street, there is a, uh, a child, maybe five, six years old, and their mom waiting to come my direction. So I cross, and halfway across the street, the child in German asks the, asks the mom, Oh, mommy, what, why, why does he get to go and not us? And then the mom just locks eyes with me as I walk by her, and she goes, Because he's an idiot. Yeah, you, you can't argue with her there. And uh, I, oh, I really wanted to say something at that point because I'm like, that's come on, that's not called for. But then, okay, afterwards I get, okay, like, she, you know, you want, you don't want to get have your kid running across the street, you know, and hit, getting hit by a car. Like, so you think about arguing with a mom and her five year old daughter? I, yeah, no. I, for, okay, for, for half a, a good look. half a second, I thought it's about really not it. A good look. But now that I think about it, like, I get, I get what she was, she was doing. But at the time, I just thought like, could have been handled differently, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, fair enough. You get that 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 uh, that German stare. Mm. You know, you know this. You had to stare, right? If uh, if people who have not lived in Germany know that Germans are not shy in the sense that if you're doing something that they don't agree with or that they just find interesting, they have no problem staring at you, and you'll turn and look at them. And usually, like in the states, that'll get somebody to oh oh he saw me, and you'll turn away. Sure. That. They, they just keep going. They, they, they will keep staring at you until they finally say, no, I'm good. And then they walk away. But it's not it's not even in those situations either. Sometimes it's during conversations. Mm. You see, you know, you're talking and then they're staring mm. and then I'll be done talking and they're still staring. And I'm thinking like, I'm I'm done now. It's your turn. Oh, right. You, you feel, you still feel pr- the, the, the looking into your soul kind yeah. of gives you that pressure like, oh, do they want more? What, what, do I, what, what else do what, I need what, to say? What else can I talk about? Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. No. It's just one of those one of those weird, subtle cultural things. It's like it's not a big deal. It just is what it is. Mm. You know, I guess it's nicer than just wandering your eyes and someone's talking to you. Right, that's true. Yeah. When you first met uh, your girlfriend, yeah. uh, who was German, was was she that way or, or? Um, not really? Because she lived in the states for a little while. Oh, okay. So I think she's a little uh, Americanized, right, in terms of these things. Uh, or maybe I just didn't notice because she was so beautiful. You know. Oh. Yeah. I hope she's listening right now. All right. <laughs> Brownie points. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all right. So, what else is a is a cultural? What else is a, was a shocking kind of weird? Not shocking, but a weird Ooh, cultural difference that you got. Um, you know, let me think. You know, I think actually a good one is the grocery store. Ah. You know, uh, and I don't know if you know exactly what I'm gonna, what I'm going to talk about. Now, f- first of all, a German grocery store is about. Ooh, a quarter the size of your standard American store, maybe smaller. Maybe it's the the entire store is the size of one large aisle at a uh, at a, well. In the West Coast, we, what we got we got uh, Safeway, we got Pavilions, we got Knob Hill. What kind of I don't know what kind of chains you have over um, on the East Coast. We have Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop. Ooh, I like um, that. that's all I can think of right now. Robinsons. I just made that up. Never heard it of sounds it. like something that would be somewhere. That's definitely not anywhere. It could be. I mean, I guess anything can happen. Come on, that's any town USA. Robinsons. Robinsons. If there's a Robinsons, let's go down to the Robinsons. Please let us know. Yeah, okay. we're interested. Uh, no, no Robinsons. Oh, okay. But anyways, yeah, they're 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 um, they're a lot smaller, and there's definitely less 
less options of what you can buy. Sure. They less, have everything you need. Yeah, less variety. But honestly, you know... Not uh, a communist way. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> when I visit the U.S. during Christmas, and you go to, say, the bread aisle... It's a lot of bread. And then there's 10,000 different brands, styles... And I'm standing there for 10 minutes. I kind of prefer the lack of options because, you know, Germans love bread. But you go to your standard grocery store, you know, there's a handful of options. And I like that because it's just like, you know what? Show me the wheat. Show me the white. Show me this. But the sourdough. What's cool, I'll grab what I want today and I'm good, good to go, you know? What's cool about the bread, though, in the German grocery stores is that every, every grocery store I've ever been to has a little bakery. All the bread is super fresh made. Yeah, it's made there. And they have, for you, your own uh, bread personal cutter. bread cutting machine. Oh, yeah, so they, cool. They have the fresh loaves of bread. You pick which one you want. You place it in this little bread cutting machine. It slices it for you and you take it home. It's awesome. I've, got, I, I've never used one, though. I haven't either. <gasps> really? I've, I've never. Why? I've, I always just get a loaf and then I cut it when oh, I okay. get home. Because I cut the slice how, I, how big I like okay. it. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just too scared. Oh, because like, you don't know how to use it. Don't know how to use it, and yeah. then I don't want to, you know, hold up a line and have people yelling at me. Next time you're there, just like peek over somebody's shoulder and just watch what they're doing. You know, that's not creepy. Oh, and then another thing about the grocery store, okay, is the checkout. So now you, a standard American checkout, you have the uh, the the moving uh, conveyor belt, conveyor belt, right, with mm-hmm. your goods. Then you have the little scanning section, beep, beep. and then you have this huge, like, studio apartment sized area. To place all your items and your, you know, bag your items. Or like someone to, does it for you. Right. At least in the East Coast, people do it for you. Right. Yeah. You know, in the, in the States too, usually there's somebody there to do it for you. In Germany, past the uh, the barcode scanner, you have about a, a foot by a foot yeah. of counter space. That's it. Because your items are not meant to stay here. You're meant to bag your stuff in like Olympic speed and have it bagged and done by the time she's asking you for the cash or the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, like the whole goal is to get you the hell out of there. And God forbid if you forget to buy a bag oh, or right. anything with you. Right. Oh, it's... And speaking of the German stare, if, if by the time the transaction is done, you have not bagged all your items, everybody in the, in the, in the lane behind you will go... <sighs> And you can't see Jeffrey now. He's shaking his head, and that's that's what it is. And they will just look at you like, oh, "What is this idiot doing?" Like, so do do you have your um, your bagging and paying down to a science? I mind down to a science. Oh, me too. Okay, what, what's what's your strategy? What it's do you like, do? It's like the NASCAR pits when I go. Yeah, great analogy. Okay, the person in front of me is still doing their transaction with the uh, with the person at the register, right? Okay, I've already. I've opened my backpack. It's now in front of me. It's ready to go. I have my wallet out in my hand. Boom, they're done. I move up. I'm bagging things as I'm saying hello to the to the girl or guy at the cashier's desk. I'm giving my credit card or cash. I'm bagging as she's doing whatever with the card or the cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm done by the time she hands me that stuff. And then if I'm not done, I just do a big bear hug. I lift it all up. And I go go away just so I don't get the embarrassment of everyone oh, freaking Jeff. out. We're not that different, you and I. We're not that <laughs> different. You got, the, you got the same system? I, I do a very similar system. Nice. But um, yeah, I do a little backpack thing. And then I actually, when I take my wallet out, I actually take my card out of my wallet. Nice. So it's really ready. And I got right. one of those contactless good to, good to go. cards. Oh, okay. You know? Right. Beep. Yeah. But they're cool. But the problem is they're, they're quicker. T- they're too quick. Yeah. That's the problem. I want to stick it in. You gave yourself less time. Less time. That's your mistake. But it's a challenge. I like a challenge. Mm. Mm. I, have, I have an American Express card, 
and it takes forever to go through the thing. So sometimes if I have a lot of items, I'll use that because Ooh, as it's ringing smart. up, it gives me like an extra five seconds to, to, to go. And what's cool too, actually, they have usually, most grocery stores will have a, a little table beyond the, the cashier for people to bear hug their shit, bring it over and pack it at their own pace. But then you don't want to hold up that table either. So it's all thing. And then when you're out of there, you're out of there, you're in and out. But yeah. um, and, and, and again, it's satisfying. It feels good. Yeah. In the, in the beginning, it's really stressful. But the whole point is that this line moves 10 times faster than a, at an American grocery store. Really quick. Yeah. So you're in and out of the grocery store really fast. Now, it takes time to get used to this kind of pressure of bagging. But now that I've got it down and I'm used to it, I like it. And when there is somebody, it's so funny because I have that happened the other day when there was uh, actually an American, uh, there's two like 15 year old American girls who are in the front of the line. And obviously they'd never been to Germany before. And they're taking their sweet time. Like, oops, drop my card. Oh, I need a bet. And everybody, including me, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> You know, and freaking out, and, and then I'm like, okay, give them a break. They don't know, like, yeah. So, but you understand the struggle. Yeah, they're so you, there they're just so used to take their sweet time because in the states you can do whatever the hell you want, and usually people aren't going to give you shit. Yeah, I mean, you have the, you know you have the people with the coupons. Oh, you, God. you have the whole thing, or pulling out a checkbook, pulling out a checkbook for a two dollar. Because like um, we said, I think we said this on the episode, an episode I don't know, but we don't have checks here; it doesn't exist. Oh yeah, we did mention that. We didn't, I think. There are no checks, right? And because the grocery store can be so quick. Uh, you 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 can usually get in in and out in five minutes depending on how big your your groceries is. Yeah. Sometimes you know I, I will go there and just grab a few beers because they're cheaper at a grocery store, and then head out, and then I have a few beers in my afternoon. Oh right, and that's another thing is in Germany, unlike the U.S., unfortunately, you can drink in public. You can drink in public. It's actually extremely common. You know, it's not funny because I think to anybody else, maybe it makes us sound like alcoholics, but it's very normal that when you're walking anywhere, say you're walking to your friend's house, you're like, oh, I'll get uh, a beer to go, which is called a Fußpils. It's a, it's a foot beer. Or a... Uh, or, or, or what was that? There's another one. Um, veg. Veg. Uh, veg beer. Veg beer. It's like yeah. going away beer. Right. Um, but it's like, it's really... Or, you know, if it's summer and you're going to the park, of course you're going to go grab two or three beers and take them to the parks with you and hang out with your friends, you know? Because, like, when you go into... Uh, which the stores are called Spatis here, which... Uh, How do you describe a Spatie? It's like a bodega in New York. Okay, yeah. Kind of like your a corner... Convenience store. Your corner 7-Eleven convenience store, except yeah. there's a, a million of them in And they're, in they're not like a 7-Eleven. They're all privately owned, usually. Right. And they're tiny. And basically, it's your basic... Beer, gum, and uh, you know, chips, kind of a thing. Yeah, you know? sometimes some some good ones have you know some food, some sandwiches. Right. Yeah. Pretty much at all of them, you're you buying beer. That's what you go to Spain to buy beer or, or cigarettes. Exactly. That's yeah. where you go there, and you won't find a six pack. Like in Germany, usually when you go to these Spain they're always singles because people yep. are always just grabbing one beer or grabbing two beers just to go. But to, remember, Jeff, too, the beers um, are bigger in Germany than uh, our states. That's another big difference, right? Yeah. yeah. So in the States, you have 0.33s and here the average beer, the standard beer is uh, 0.5. Mm. So at a grocery store, you're buying one beer, let's say like a de- like an, you know, a local okay beer, like a Schulteis or Berlin or whatever. At a grocery store, it might be, let's say, I think 60, 70 cents. Depending on the the brand, yeah. Right. Exactly. And then as a spade, it might be like a euro for the same beer because it's a little more yeah, expensive. Yeah, so like $1 dollar for... Yeah. But, but, you know, two two standard bottles of beer in Germany are worth about three American bottles. You yeah. Know? But what, what I find cool about the bottles is um, all beer bottles have this thing called Fond, so it's a, a deposit. And so you can always return them back to the grocery store or to the spade where you bought them at right. and get eight cents. Or what you can do is also leave them on the street and then people will collect them. And it's kind of considered like a, a civil... 
duty kind of thing. Like some yeah. some bottles even have a little logo that says "Please leave next to the trash cans." So yeah. people can pick them up. I think that's really nice. And yeah, and that might be weird for uh, tourists because it looks like littering, but yeah. actually here you want to put your bottles next to on the str- on a, basically on the sidewalk next to a trash can because yeah. within five minutes it'll be gone, be gone. because uh, recycling bottles is one of the main ways that homeless people make money because yeah. they make a lot of money here and also you don't have to go to special like you said don't, no special recycling center you can recycle it any place that sells that particular beer right. which is almost most anywhere. places right and um and yeah when, when, when you're at the park hanging out and chilling you, you usually see some people coming around every like half an hour with some bags like oh can we have your bottles like yeah yeah sure no yeah problem. yeah you're relaxing in the summer and somebody actually comes and takes your empty bottles for you it's never, true yeah, it's, yeah. it's true actually we got we got so used to that but that's actually really yeah. nice every yeah every 10 20 minutes somebody will come around you don't have to worry with about a big it. bag oh any empty bottles yeah and they pick it up for you and then you pull out a fresh one out of your backpack crack crack open a new one you know yeah and then like, yeah, you don't have to worry about your um your litter i don't know i love the park culture here cuz some parks you can grill in and it's you can bring your own grill, plop it down. Oh yeah, hanging grill. out in the park is in the summer is that's what you want to do in in, in Berlin. Especially, it's, it's so nice. If you're ever going to Berlin, right right near me right now, there's this old airport called Tempelhofer and that's uh, right. It used to be an airport, now it's a giant park, huge. Right, and all the runways and the terminal buildings are still there, but it's they so just cool. made the whole thing a park, a park. and you can. Uh, cycle and skateboard down the runways if you want. And kite, kite skateboard on it. Yeah, grill. Sure. And so, like in the summer, I really don't go to bars if I want to have a few beers with the friends. I go. Oh no! During go the, the day, park. why would you go inside? Yeah, yeah it makes no sense. But um, but in winter we go to bars, and they're a little, also a little bit different than the states. I would say. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're much more um, smaller and cozier. True. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, it's like like your grandma's living room from the seventies. And kind of like a cigar lounge in one. Yeah, they they are kind of like. I mean, I can't speak for all of Germany, I guess, but in Berlin, they're for sure yeah. dressed like a living room, where it's just for you to go casually hang out, talk with your friends. You know, like they don't have many like loud sport spars like American style here. You no know TVs. I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's no like uh, what do they call it? Uh, like no like tchotchke on the wall. Like uh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like on the wall. Yeah, whatever. You know what, what I mean? What does that mean? Tchotchke, man. Do you know? What I'm on the wall. Yeah, or, or like you know, like the waiters aren't wearing flair. You know, you ever see Office Space? Like they have to wear their flair. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, like usually here, Dude, here, yeah. here, here, the guy at the bar, at, at like a chill bar, is like is like the seventy year old owner of the bar. Yeah, true. And he's super kind and nice, and they a little not, rude, but like in a fun way. Yeah, and they won't yeah. they won't ask for a credit card or tap. They'll you literally just ask mm. for three beers. They'll give them to you. It's up to you. To an hour, two hours later, to remind him. Oh, by the way, I bought uh, three beers. I want to pay for them now. And he'd be like, "Oh, okay, great." Yeah, that's something yeah. else I kind of took for granted. I, I kind of forgot about that. You don't need to have a credit card or something like that. Well, because one, it's hard to pay with credit cards anyway in Germany. It's pretty much cash country. It's very much. A I cash mean, I use country. it only for grocery shopping. My credit card or debit card. That's it. Yeah, and that's the thing is like the the places that do take cards, mostly it's debit cards, it's not credit cards. Right. That's, that, or like a bank card. Yeah, yeah, like a German bank card. Yeah. But so, here cash is king and cash um, is king and it can get quite annoying especially if I like you're it. out of No, but I've had times where I'm out of cash. Like I want to buy like the other day, I wanted to buy just like a pack of like pens. It was like $2. Had no cash. Had to wander for 20 30 minutes looking for an ATM just yeah. to pay, you know and I have Three cards I could have used, but you gotta plan ahead, man. I know. Just That's need, your own problem. Just need some damn pens. Fuck. <laughs> Get a computer. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, when you open up a tab, you don't really open up a tab. You just say, I want these beers. And then you go back later. You want another one or you want another drink, whatever you want to get. And then at the end, you're like, I had this many. And I think in the back, they keep they keep track. Usually you see pieces of paper they'll keep track on. Usually by like... Um, yeah, but sometimes it really is... Dash marks. It really is the honor system. Like they know you're going to come back. It, like it's very rare... That people take advantage of that system that's in Germany. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, weird. It's yeah. like the subway system. Right. True. You don't buy a card and you don't buy like a ticket and then go through the machine to get into the tracks. You buy your ticket, you stamp it, and then you just have it. And then you might get you might get checked for it and you might not. Yeah. And usually, and I ride it quite a bit um, during the winter or when I'm working, you know, where I'm working. Um, yeah. And it's maybe once every few weeks somebody will pop on and, and uh, ask to check tickets. But usually you could ride for a month and never have your ticket checked. Basically, I mean, I, you could ride for free, but be a Schwarzfahrer, as they call it, yeah. uh, which is called Riding Black. Riding Black. But few people, when the guy comes on, out of like the 100 people on the train car, usually it's maybe one person or two people that don't have a ticket. Everyone else does. And usually when they don't have a ticket, it's like, oh, I forgot it at home. Or, or they've got to stamp it. Right, or, or, like, or like the month just changed and they still have like the January ticket, but now it's February 1st. And yeah, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I... I yeah, it's funny because um, I actually haven't been checked in the past, I think, four months, really. Like, all winter I've been checked. But yeah. then I got checked twice this week. Right. It, it's like, you it's luck of the draw. Luck yeah. of the draw. Yeah, it's being on that line that the guy, and these are like, these are plain, co- plain clothes. Ticket uh, checkers. Ticket checkers. They're you not know? cops. They're not cops, but they, you know, they work for the, for the, for the train, uh, train company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, they work for Deutsche Bahn or Beifauge. And they're plain clothes. You can usually spot them if you live here long enough. But yeah, they're plain clothes. Then yeah. the second the door is closed, they'll ask, you know, Fa Cotton Beta, which means, you know, tickets, please. And uh, if you don't have a ticket, uh, there comes your 60 euro fine, buddy. 60 euro fine, yeah. Yeah. Which is not, it's actually not that bad. I've been some places where it's like hundreds of euros. So true. And quick tip if you're ever flying into Berlin and you're coming up from Schönefeld, buy an ABC ticket. Yes. You won't know what that means now, but when you land... Just buy an ABC ticket. You'll thank us later. You'll thank us. If you have any more questions about that, you can ask us via email or via our WhatsApp or Facebook. Right. Uh, our Facebook page, uh, I believe, is facebook.com slash agdw.podcast. And agdw, of course, stands for Americans in Germany. Drinking, drinking whiskey. whiskey. Which is what we are doing right now. And our Instagram is americans.com in dot germany dot drinking i couldn't put whiskey on there so americans dot in dot germany dot drinking and we now also have an email address Bryce, what is our email address alex i don't know oh okay i just like open the door for you to, okay i know it, it is a a g d w dot podcast at gmx dot de that is again a g d w dot podcast at gmx Dot D. That is our uh, email, but it's probably easier to just go to Facebook, type in Americans in Germany drinking whiskey, send yeah. us a quick message. Yeah, we, uh, we love to like like you know, we'd love to hear your um any stories you have, any questions you have. We'll read them, we'll read them here, we'll talk about them. Yeah, we want to hear input, we want to hear what other people's experiences have been who have also moved away, maybe from Germany to the States, maybe I don't know, anywhere. Right. We'd like to hear it. But before you wrap up um, let's uh, let's talk about this. Let's whiskey. talk about this. Can you remind the uh, viewers at home what we are drinking? We are drinking a Connemara. I might be pronouncing that completely wrong, but I'm also not Irish. It's a peated single malt Irish whiskey, and it's like I said before, original. 
And how many years has it been aged, Alex? Does it say? Mm. It's weird. The past few bottles we've had, um, don't, don't, they, they don't say for some reason. Maybe it says on the on the box? Seems like an important uh, detail. I know. It's... You know what? It doesn't say again, which is usually a bad sign, but this is actually... I'm really enjoying this. It's not as good as the green spot that we had. Oh, no. It's nowhere near green spot, but, it, but it's, it's hard to touch the heights of green spot. I'm going to pour a little bit more right now. Just to get a little yeah. final... Uh, Go ahead. Top me off. A little oh, final... Oh, Lord. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, Lord. Okay. That's, that's a lot of <laughs> okay. I'm going to be here all night. <laughs> you can sleep over. Right. Um, yeah. So I... Like like we said, I think it's a it's it's a little bit smoky for an Irish whiskey, more so than yeah, I would expect. Yeah, it surprised me. Uh, I I thought it was a Scotch till I looked at the bottle, like yeah. obviously from the taste. But but it's so it's such a nice hybrid. It's it's really a mild smokiness, but it has that smoothness of an Irish whiskey. I would honestly, I'd, I'd rather call it a Scotch than an Irish whiskey. Mm, yeah, it, I mean, if it was a blind taste test, I would tell you it was a Scotch. But absolutely. Again, I'm not a huge Scotch guy, as I've mentioned a million times before. Yeah, but and I'm not a big whiskey guy. But I like this. I like this. So, uh, yeah, I like. I, I give it. You know, I give it like a seven out of ten. I I, I enjoy this. I, I would give this a six or seven out of ten, especially for the price. It was like twenty ish euro. Twenty ish euro. Yeah, that's what, you know. So we realize we're recording these, and we're gonna have a lot of whiskey bottles in our apartments. But that's something. That's that's another problem for another Alex. That's our cross to bear. I think. Yeah. I think it is. But but if if anybody has suggestions for whiskeys that oh, we please. should try. Please let us know. Uh, and of course, in addition to your uh, being an expat stories, you know, living in Germany, living in Europe, uh, just tell us uh, what's a good whiskey that we should try. No garbage, please. No. All right. Well, one more sip and then let's uh, sign off. All right. Cheers. Cheers. See you all later, guys. Yup. Yup. <laughs>